hey, Daniel, I don't know if you forgot, but I'm the A, right? Oh, yeah, well, sometimes. Sometimes I'm the A? Sometimes. What about the D? Well, you know where that is. Well, speaking of A, what if I told you about a product that you can apply around the foundation of a home, and it's going to rid pretty much any crawling insect you could think of, and it's going to be pesticide-free? You know what? I have a really funny story that I'll tell later. Okay. And it's actually not that funny. It's not funny? Um, but if you would have mentioned this before, uh, I, I, I wouldn't believe you. Would you say I'm a liar? No. No, I, I mean, I know you. I wouldn't call you a liar, but I wouldn't believe it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't believe it. Well, I'm about to tell you guys about a product name, a version that is founded and made by Tony Gonzalez out in Arizona. Now, this product is specifically designed for scorpions, but the awesome thing I just figured out is that it can control other things like rodents and ants, and it's a completely pesticide-free product that you can apply to someone's home and practice IPM off of. Now, real quick, Tony Gonzalez is a practicing attorney and joined up with his friend, and he's a founder and owner of Aversion and an owner of the company Scorpion Repel. How you doing, Tony? I'm doing well. How you guys doing? Good. I'm doing great. So, Tony, awesome. do you do you know how uh, how interesting actually this the whole purpose of this conversation or the reason why I think we connected? Do you know how that happened? I don't know exactly how, but I can tell you why I was so interested in having this conversation. <laughs> okay, I'm going to let you go first because now I'm more interested in uh, what you have to say. I am. I'm. I second that. Well, mine was easy. I mean, because obviously I listened to the show um, over the uh, over the holiday. I was very interested in um, having to learn that one of you uh, was stung by a scorpion and then um, really had to go to the drawing board and, and try to figure out uh, whether it was um, poisonous uh, and what are the other characteristics to, uh, of, of this particular insect. And that was like me, honestly. I mean, you guys are in the pest control world. I'm not. Um, for myself, honestly, I didn't even think we had scorpions in Arizona. I, I didn't. And I knew my friend who I co-founded this company with, um, he was infested with scorpions. And so for him, he kept telling me, help me with this business. Um, but it really wasn't until my son has his experience. Uh, but so that was interesting to me because I had to go to the drawing board. I had to figure out, okay, how does this work? Uh, how do these scorpions function? Are they poisonous? What's the difference? How many species are there? Does, does pesticide work? Uh, all those things. So that's where I got my interest. Oh wow! Okay. Wanted to communicate with you guys, yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah, because that's uh, that was actually kind of what I was going to talk about. I didn't know that you actually listened in, but I was the one that got. I, I don't. I still don't know if I got stung or what happened with the scorpion, but um, I actually started looking into scorpions afterwards uh, because scorpions are everywhere. I don't know if you actually knew that, Tony. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm learning it. I, every time we get a phone call from um, these odd places across the U.S., then we're like, wow, there's another scorpion. 
Yeah, no, they're crazy. So I did research after I got stung or bit or whatever. Um, but I found out these things can literally be anywhere. So I saw one. I grew up in Utah. Um, it snows. It gets really cold in Utah, and there's scorpions in Utah. That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely nuts. I never even would have thought until I almost put my hand on one. Um, and that was wow. a long time ago. And then, you know, I happened to be on vacation in Cancun and I actually got hit by one. <laughs> so not, not fun, uh, in that situation, but it, it, it sparked that interest of actually looking into it. But I found out that scorpions themselves in the insect world, uh, they're insane. They give life bursts. If no one knew that or haven't heard, you know, previous episodes, but they're, they're absolutely crazy. They're scary too. They are. They yeah. are. Um, but we'll, we'll jump right into a few questions we have for you, Tony. Um, well, and we'll explain a little bit about it. So aversion is essentially a, I mean, on the website, it says it's like a glass, like, uh, how would you say it? Like a barrier, like a, almost. like a barrier or a coating that you put around the foundation of a home. Yeah. It looks pretty cool exactly. too. The aesthetic isn't that bad. No, it's, it's yeah, like, it gives it that little shine. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it actually it, it looks pretty good. I mean, I love the idea of it. After I kind of looked more into um, what it could do, I mean, it's actually that the possibilities are are endless with this product on what you could do to homes and you know current clients of ours that we service even now. Cool. Yeah, that's you. I mean, you hit it exactly. It's. For us, um, it was easy. When, when my co-founder was infested with scorpions, he was catching them, and sometimes he would trap them in a glass, and he noticed they couldn't get out. Just like other insects will have problems climbing out of a glass jar, for example. Uh, and he was like, okay, I'm sure I can find something out there that does this. So he went out there and he looked. He looked for at least a good part of a year. I remember him talking to me about it. He couldn't find anything, anything on the market that basically had some of the qualities. It just didn't work. It wouldn't, with, it wouldn't withstand the elements. It was too complicated. Um, anytime you put a product, uh, like, for instance, something like ours, on concrete or stucco or wood, it penetrates. So it really doesn't build out that upper layer, which we need, which is what we call the glass-like texture. Um, and so then when my son was stung, and I can tell you about that in a second, but then I joined him and we just said, look, let's just hire an expert. And so we started um, consulting with people, hired a chemist. Uh, we put something together. Uh, and quite honestly, we just, uh, we found a product that, that we knew would work. Um, now, obviously we started doing this a long time ago. And so we've made some changes to our product here or there, but ultimately now, which is great uh, as of February 1st, we have a, one part product, which uh, that's it. It's just a, a product that's in a can and it's easy to apply to any sort of structure. Um, it doesn't, because it's clear, it doesn't change the color of the structure on the exterior, but it gives it sort of like a, a shine. Um, once it dries, that's exactly how it dries. It's like glass. You can feel it. And that texture is what keeps scorpions from attaching. And now we've been focusing on other crawling pests like ants, 
cockroaches. Uh, we've even gotten to the point where we have lab rats right now. What well, we call them <laughs> our, 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 our roof rats. They are lab rats, which we do keep them um, uh, contained and, and we treat them well. But with these rats, what we're finding is we're able to even use our product as a physical barrier for these rats. Because the way that this works is um, in the industry, as you guys probably know, almost everything can be classified as a pesticide. And for us, we want to be a physical barrier. And so the EPA has specifically defined products as phys- uh, you know, pesticides or you have other uh, exemptions. And for us, we're a physical barrier. I mean, that's it. Like our, our product doesn't do anything to repel. All it does is just stop, right? And so um, for us, we wanted to put that same concept in play with other insects and other pests so that when they reach that point where um, they are crawling on a vertical surface, but even on a slope surface or even on a, um, a horizontal surface, um, once the insect or the pest touches this application, it doesn't feel right. And, and a lot of them will try to climb. And once they realize they can't, they'll move to another section. They'll try again. Once they can't, they'll move on. And that's what happens with what we're finding with, with other pests that we're testing now but that's what happens with scorpions. And so right now here in Arizona, we're infested. And so if we can put this product on your structure, that's how we keep the scorpion from getting inside. That's awesome. Now I want to touch up on another question. Uh, I heard you say that the, the adversion is coming in uh, cans. Um, Is there anything else that uh, a technician would need to do any mixing or is it just literally uh, uh, grab the can prep the area and uh, get started? Absolutely. So there's still a, you know, we do have training videos that we're going to offer because right now we're offering the product ourselves as a version. So you can go to our website as a PMP and you can actually place an order depending on how much you get. Um, But we actually break it down for you. We give you the, um, we give you information and, and the material that will allow you to understand number one, how you apply it. And then number two, how you can actually make it cost worthy for yourself and obviously cost effective uh, for your, for your clients. Um, but it just comes in a can. There's certain tools that we want you to have for, you know, because you're still going to have to prep the area, um, have to make sure the vertical surface is clean, have to make sure that uh, any rocks or other uh, items are pushed back so you can get in there. Um, and then you also want to, you, you use a lot of tape too, because you're using this product typically, like for example, here in Arizona, most of the homes sit up on a concrete pad. And so that pad is exposed usually about three inches all around the house and it's usually painted. And so we will apply it to that paint, but sometimes you have to still mask the area with tape. Um, and then you just have to be careful with the product because the product is effective but you also don't want to make drops here or there. But, but, but ultimately, if you prep the area, then all you're doing is applying. And right now, depending on what you want to use the application for, um, that's, that's how you determine how much of the application to put on a home. Um, you just use a brush, honestly. We were spraying it on, which was nice. But by using a brush, it comes out so much thicker and it's so much easier for uh, – we wanted to make it easier for the industry to be able just to put it on as part of their tool so they're not at a customer's or a client's home for an extended period of time. 
No, yeah, that that sounds awesome, especially uh, the main thing uh, a lot of pest control companies uh, worry about is they want to do that next step type of uh, service, which it sounds like what you guys have got going on there, but they worry about their production time. But I mean, if they could literally brush it on and just throw some masking tape to protect the other areas of the client's home, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be a pretty quick and effective uh, and profitable service for a lot of pest control companies. You know, what's been great about it too is, um, I mean, the product lasts a long time. It's, I mean, it's good. It's sturdy. It was, they can withstand the elements, uh, rain, snow, um, heat, especially from the sun here in Arizona. Oh, absolutely. But for, but for companies, what's nice is, you know, you can give, you can even give a warranty as long as you're doing it correctly. You can give a warranty and say, look, this is going to last two to three years. But one thing that the clients have to do, uh, yeah, the clients have to do, the homeowners, they still have to maintain it. You know, I mean, just like anything else, you still have to make sure that you keep mud off of it. You don't let there be any sort of gravel that uh, abuts the area or other items like that. So you still need to do some work. And so what we've been doing is we've been telling our, 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 our well, our PMPs, look, go back. Like you can make this part of your, um, part of your, your service for them. Go back in year one, you can do another, you can call it a, you don't have to call it a retreat, but, but you can call it sort of like maintenance. We're going to come back and we're going to apply, we're going to walk the area. We're going to make sure it's clean. If we have to apply any more, we're going to, we'll do that for you for a small fee. Then you can do that in year two. And then by the time year three rolls around, you want them to actually put the application on again, but you don't have to use as much as you did the first time. But you can have, a, you know, essentially a client for life using this product. And, uh, and that's what we really like because the more times this application is applied to a surface, the better it actually, you know, better it holds up. And, um, and, and quite honestly, like I said, as you get to the smaller insects that can climb glass, the smoother the surface is based from our application, the more likely it is you're not going to get them to be able to attach and climb. That's awesome. So I have a quick question on this. So how easily, because we deweb houses, you know, that's the pest control industry standard is getting to a house, you're dewebbing. Um, so could yep. you use the web head to actually dust or clean that surface? Or do you need to physically actually wash it down? Or is there a process to that to keep that barrier strong? No, you can, we do wash certain areas because especially with new builds, what happens is with landscaping, if it's not, um, if homes aren't landscaped right away, uh, you're going to get a lot of that mud kicked up. But for the most part, we're doing the same thing. We don't use um, the web connect. So what is it called? The web? The web head. Catcher or the web head. Yeah. So we don't use that per se, but, but we do the same thing where we go around uh, with a rag and you just dust it off. So yes, absolutely. That could be used. We even use like our own little dusting tools to be able to take it off the, uh, the surface just to make sure the surface is, is, is free of, um, of any dust and, and any dirt. And that definitely that would work. And so how often do you suggest if, you know, for, in my instance, we, we get it out here in California, we start running with this product, we, you know, we're putting it around, foundations of homes because here it's the same thing they sit on slabs majority of houses i won't say all of them because some of them are raised foundations which you could still apply this product to um 
but we go out there every two months. So would you suggest going out there is every two months okay? Or should the homeowner once a month, you know, in between our services still go out and clean it? No. I mean, honestly, I, I clean my, my own surface at my home. I clean it once a year and that's good enough. There you go. But to <laughs> oh, make wow. it part of your, just to make it part of your plan and, and you know, your service, uh, absolutely. Every time you're out there, you guys can always take a look at it because again, the better that this product is on the, um, the exterior surface and the cleaner it is, and you're just going to have not, you know, just fantastic results. And, uh, and, and so every time you guys go out there, you can always take a look and say, okay, it has a version on it. Let's just do a quick walk around. And then you can tell the, the, the client at least once a year, maybe even sometimes uh, we have some people that do it quarterly where the client will just pay a fee and you go out there and you're going to actually maintain it. So you'll use the same tool that you were just describing to dust it off. You'll walk it, see if you need to apply to any areas and, um, and that's it. And you've done that thing will, you know, the surface will be ready to go for another year. Awesome. That sounds like a real low maintenance, high reward type of product you got. Um, now real quick, uh, I did want to jump back uh, to, a couple questions I did have for you. You, you sort of touched up on it. Um, so essentially you're going to be supplying resources for PMPs and, uh, you know, companies to obviously get the best results using your product, uh, with the proper tools and, uh, education. Absolutely. So we have an operating manual right now that's still changing. Uh, but we have that manual available for our PMPs as they go out and, and start using the product. Uh, we even give them uh, operating procedures on sales. And oh, part nice. of our service right now, yeah, because we, we've sold this. We've sold it for so long that we, we understand what all the questions will be when they're talking to a potential client. And so we, we, we prepare our PMPs to, you know, their salespeople to be ready for those questions. Uh, right now, because we don't, uh, we're working on getting all of our online training. We do have some uh, training that's online now, but we want to make it um, very useful for PMPs. Right now, I'm working with a company that's supposed to host um, all of our training videos and make it easy for PMPs to just essentially take a code and log in, and and all of their staff, whoever wants to uh, apply the aversion or sell the aversion. Uh, they can go through the training that we have. It'll be pretty easy, and um, and and they'll be ready to go. Great, yeah. Uh, the second question I had, which uh, I want to go ahead and get your story on it, um, the dangers of the pests that uh, Aversion is designed to keep out, and one of the big ones is scorpions. Uh, did you want to go, uh, go ahead and tell us what happened to your son? Yeah, and I appreciate that. I have still can. You know, I had a childhood friend. We both ended up in Arizona, um, and he was infested with scorpions. Uh, he would tell me about it, but I was mostly helping him on trying to, you know, what do you do to start a business and those things. But um, my son, we had gotten out of the pool. So we came inside. I put a towel around him, um, and then I was going to get him dressed, and then he just started crying. He was three years old at the time. But it was this loud scream, and he grabbed his arm. And right away, I knew. I knew it had to be a scorpion because I had it on my mind already for my friend being infested and the worry that he had. 
But my wife and I had never seen a scorpion at our house. So, of course, we shook the towel. Um, he's bawling, and uh, there's a scorpion on the ground. And uh, I look at his elbow, and there's three dots. So he got hit three different times from the wow. scorpion. And uh, we didn't know what to do, honestly. Like, I mean, I didn't even know there was an anti-venom. Um, since then, I've actually, I talked to the company that produces it a, a lot just because I, I want to learn more about it. But um, but we didn't know what to do. We, we went to the internet and everything just said, you know, take him to the hospital. But we were, it was, he was in so much pain. We couldn't even make it to the hospital. We went straight to an urgent care. But the bad thing was, once we got him there, they said, well, sorry, we don't have an anti-venom for him, but we have to watch him now because we can't let you guys just take him um, to the hospital. We have to wait. So we waited, and uh, in probably in within 30, 30 minutes to an hour, because I was listening to your story that you were talking about so over the holiday, you were at like 45 minutes to an hour, I think. And uh, once we hit that time, oh, my gosh, like my son, he was just going into convulsions. He couldn't breathe. His throat was closing in. He couldn't open his eyes. It was brutal. And um, they, had, they, they ended up getting an ambulance to pick him up. And that was the worst experience, being him strapped to that board, just a little, you know, little child on this board. And oh, yeah. they rushed him to the hospital. We got there. Um, they were – it was amazing, this, the, the hospital. Like, they just do this often, right? So – Right away, we came in. They knew exactly what to do. They, he ended up getting, I think, two or three vials of the anti-venom, and he was and he was fine. But yeah. um, you know, a lot of a lot of people don't. You know, they kind of wait it out. And and there's not like honestly, if you look at the numbers, because I look at them a lot. Um, over ninety percent, and the numbers actually above ninety-five percent, um, and that's what the um, poison control will come up with. But the majority the vast majority of scorpions things happen inside. And so for us, it's like we've sort of adjusted to it, right? Like everybody has their own way of dealing with it. They understand it. You don't want a scorpion. You don't want to touch one. You don't want one to sting you. You want to do everything you can to keep these scorpions out of your home because you, somebody that you know, if not yourself has gone through it, but the pain is just so severe and, um, and, and people like, for instance, um, people that have tend to have allergic reactions to bee stings, they're going to be more susceptible to, you know, having the same symptoms that my son did. Um, but even for, for children at any age, it's incredible. The stories that mothers have told me as, um, as, as they've learned about my story and they've shared theirs, it's incredible. I mean, we have a, we have a, a gentleman that, that we met whose son was stung in El Paso. And uh, they didn't even have the anti-venom then. And oh, wow. so they didn't know what to do. They didn't understand how to treat him. And so they, he was in hospital almost like nine or ten days um, because they didn't have the anti-venom. And, um, but it just, it's scary. And, and people know. I mean, you, people who move into Arizona know that you have to worry about scorpions. And, and everyone just tells them the same thing, which is just be careful. You know, make sure you're always wearing shoes inside. Check your shoes before you put them on. Um, you know, if you're in the garage moving boxes, you always know you're going to see a scorpion in there. Uh, and, and it's just like, <laughs> you're, you're, like, honestly, it's so, like, it's your own house and you're afraid to live in it. And But that's what we wanted to fix when we decided to do this, right? So, like, when I, 
you know, my wife, she tells me all the time, like you're, you're leaving, you spent, you know, a large part of your life trying to become a lawyer, then you're a lawyer and now you're just leaving it. But for me, like, I just, I really, really believe in this product so much and, and, and the results that could happen and just the, the whole idea of just being able to change like everything. Like, I mean, honestly, like if, if, if over 95% of people are getting stung inside their home, and if we can change that because we have this physical barrier, that would be amazing. And that's what I want. I'm so excited. I want to achieve that. Um, but with pest control, this is the perfect tool because we're not, we're not, a, we're not the 100% solution, right, to the problem because all we are is a tool. And the solution comes with everything your pest provider does, right? So your pest provider is still going to come out your home on a regular basis, make sure that you have no scorpions or other crawling insects inside your yard. They're going to keep pushing out, um, obviously, what items that scorpions feed on, uh, crickets and other things. They're going to keep, they're going to get rid of those. And they're really going to try to just make sure and ensure that your home is, um, is free of pests. And because again, like you mentioned, I think in your um, podcast, how you don't know. You can you can carry a scorpion inside easily. Um, you know, you can carry one. It could just. I remember one time we had a bag. We'd gotten back from a trip, and we threw our bags on the ground outside. And when we carried them back in, um, a scorpion just fell off one of the bags. So you can carry them in. Oh wow! <laughs> but here's how it works. Yeah. With here, this is the this is the cool part with pest control. Because we have our product on the base of an exterior structure, when, um, when, when a pesticide is applied to that exterior base, what the scorpion does and what we're finding other insects are doing is when they're approaching that, um, when they're approaching the application and they're trying to get up and then they can't because it has that glass surface, they start moving along the wall and they move at a long distance trying to climb, but they're spending all that time in the pesticide. Like, they're not just trying and turning around and going back, right? Because everyone always says, well, scorpions just tiptoe over the pesticide. Well, not anymore, because now they're going to spend all their time in the pesticide, and that's going to make it effective. So and then the you, other thing is that with – what's that? Sorry. So we, um, real quick, so have you noticed when they're climbing up that, that surface, their legs are slipping? Because I watched some of the videos – is their body eventually hitting that surface as they're falling down? So they're kind of rubbing up against that oh, surface? Absolutely. They're touching that surface. And here's the cool part, right? Because, you know, now there are some pesticides that have polymers in them. Mm -hmm. And the idea is just to try to keep the pesticide from, from being absorbed quickly. Yeah. And, and this is what our product does, right? And this is what, you know, you put the pesticide on top of our product and it sits on top of it. And it takes longer for it to disappear um, than if you would have just put it right directly on the surface, the vertical surface of the wall. So then, like you said, when the scorpion's trying to get up, when it's testing the wall or other insects are trying to test that wall, the vertical area, they're being exposed to that pesticide. And so that's what we think is important. And of course, we tell our PMPs, look, less retreat. You know, you know most retreats happen because, especially for scorpions, because homeowners find those scorpions inside after they got treatment and they're calling people to come out, but they're not going to have that anymore. So they're going to be able to save time and money. 
So, so I have one, I think last question you're, you're answering a lot of my questions. I was even going to ask, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, good speaker. Uh, yeah. Um, so now you've, we, we've talked about the foundation. We've talked about the outside of a home. Now there is one massive part of a house, uh, that I want to know how you would treat with this, which would be the garage. There isn't a physical barrier going into a garage door. It just opens up and you're right inside, not the house, but you're inside the garage. So where would you place that barrier, um, you know, for anybody who is looking at this and saying, hey, I like that idea. I want to jump on this. Where would they apply that inside the garage? How would they do that to keep them from entering the home 100%? So when we meet with clients at the home, the first thing that they ask us is, how is this going to be applied to my garage? Now, of course, we apply it to the the, like I guess you could call it a garage jam or the door jam, the frame of the garage. We'll apply it to the very base of it at the bottom. But obviously, if your garage is up and down on a continual basis, they're going to get inside. Scorpions are just going to find a way in, right? Because you you're, you're opening it wide up. Yeah. So what we do is we treat we treat the base of the garage, the, the baseboards all around the garage, just to make sure that we can keep the scorpion from being able to attach itself to the wall. But the key area is the entryway into your into your home. And so most homes have a step up. Some way, somehow they have a step up, right? I mean, yes, it's possible that you have a garage floor from when you walk into the garage from the, the big the big door going up, you walk in and it's a flat surface all the way inside your home and all you have is a door uh, like a door jam right there serving as the um basically the uh, keeping air from getting in and keeping insects from getting in. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, that's the worst case scenario. And in those cases, we, we apply it to the uh, door jam. We make sure that the door jam is sealed and then we apply it around the door jam leading into your home. So it's, well, sorry. So you apply it to the threshold. That's what I mean. The threshold, because that's the threshold. It's what is going to, um, uh, it, it'll, it'll lead into your home. So we apply it to the threshold. Uh, we apply it to the door jam at the very bottom. And then we have it applied all around your, your, uh, your garage. But most garages have step-ups. Some, like, it, it might be just one concrete step-up. Um, it might be just a, you know, a couple inches step-up. And we'll apply, it to the, we'll apply it to the vertical surface of that step-up. But we service every area of that garage thinking how can a scorpion, if one was able to get up on in one area, how could it find a way inside? And for us, every single part of your home that touches the ground, you're going to have this application on. And then, like I said, when you're leading up into your house from the garage, we're going to treat the step up or the uh, threshold that's, and the door jam leading into that, uh, leading into your home. And that's how we stop them. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Great. Yeah. Well, hey, Tony, I, I think you guys are definitely being innovators, especially in a, uh, a pest control industry where, uh, you know, pesticides are getting more and more limited, especially here in California. Um, they've recently just banned another uh, rodenticide and, you know, all these other uh, pesticides that we use every day are, you know, getting banned more and more to where uh, companies are definitely going to have to start looking for all uh, excuse me, alternatives to, um, you know, securing clients' homes with uh, pests. 
Yeah, and, and you know, the, the last couple of things I'll say is that, um, unless you guys have more questions, but is that in California, that's our next big area. Um, the, the product that we're designing for California is going to be amazing because, you know, our product works no matter what. It'll always work, right? But, but in California, you still need to have products that are non-pesticides, eco-friendly, and still are served like we would call a physical barrier because we don't want to be considered a pesticide. Um, so as long as we can meet that criteria, we're going to have the perfect product for California. And so we're hoping to get that done before the summer. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll definitely let you guys know so you guys could check it out. And yeah. we're also going to see if um, we've been talking to distributors as well um, because it's, it's good for us to go business to business. But, you know, we don't have um, – if I had the next five to 10 years to do that myself and with my, my, my partner and my staff, we could do it, but we want this on people's homes now. And so we're looking at the distributor uh, option as, as one way of getting our product out there. So, you know, people listening can check with their distributors because uh, I'm hoping that uh, all of the distributors are going to be carrying our product uh, very, very, very soon. Well, I have uh, I have someone you could reach out to, um, that distributes in this it. area. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, he's known in the industry. There Great man. <laughs> oh yeah. No, he's awesome. He would definitely help you out. So, uh, Tony, for the time being, um, until uh, your product's uh, widely available uh, with a distributor, uh, where can a technician or where can a company find uh, a version right now? I mean, just go to our website www.www.aversion. Uh, and it's, uh, it's spelled A-V-E-R-Z-I-O-N. And you go to our website, it'll give you, it'll direct you straight to a page where you can learn more about how the product works. You can always check out our videos. We have tons of videos um, on YouTube or even on the website itself. Um, but on the website, it'll direct you to us. And then we have, everything is automized. So we'll be able to give you access to pricing sheets and so forth. And then once you place the order, we send it directly to you. We'll give you access to our training videos, our operating manual, and you'll be ready to go. Um, and with the distributors, um, I'm sure as we start to grow, uh, we want to get into uh, most areas. Obviously, the Southwest is going to be the, the main area that we're going to try to push it out. But we're going to definitely try to push it out nationwide. And so I'm hoping by this time next year, it's, uh, it's everywhere. And so that's, that's where, that's where you can find it. We have a service company. Um, so that service company does a lot of videos too, but, but ultimately if you just go to our, um, you just go to a version.com, you'll get all the information that you need. Awesome. Cool. I did have a last question. So who was the crazy person who stood on the cinder blocks with no shoes on? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> one of them, well, we've done, we've done like three of those. So all of the owners of the company have all been on the, uh, the cinder block. So wow. uh, we, we make sure everybody goes through that test. Well, that, that's a good way to put faith in your product. Well, the next one you need to do Absolutely. is you need to spray it on someone's body. And then drop scorpions on them. There you go. <laughs> I want full credit for that. It would work. It. <laughs> that, I'm going to do that. That'll go viral for sure. <laughs> it's just right on someone's legs and let them step in a bucket of scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Uh, well, thank you so much, Tony. Uh, for all of our listeners, we'll definitely have a link for a version down below and any other uh, resources and information and uh, most likely a link for that video. It's a, it's a pretty cool video uh, to watch uh, when someone's standing over a bunch of scorpions barefoot. So thank you so much, Tony. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yep, Love yep. the show. Thank you. You have a good one.